0: I don't know about you other podcasting mamas, but I super lucked out this morning. My daughter is taking what I call a morning nap. She's been doing that more frequently and they're not super long, but they're long enough. So here's hoping she doesn't wake up while I'm in the middle of recording. I have an update for you guys. So you know how I was talking about that job or client that I was excited about and how I found it like three in the morning and applied and everything. Well, I went through two different interview processes and a writing assessment, and I did not get the job. But I was told I was a very close second. I made the decision super hard. And ultimately, they went with who they felt fit the team best, which I completely respect. And although I wish it was me, I'm like, I get it. It's business. I am super sad. I'm super bummed. And I have to admit, it totally took the wind out of my sails. But I also said you know what if it was me I would go with the best candidate for my team as well and so I'm glad that they went with the direction that they went in and they decided to keep my information as well so I said okay maybe not right now but down the line and she did say like she wished she could have brought both of us on but obviously you have a budget for certain things and so I respect that they'd rather make sure that they're taking care of the one copywriter they have instead of bringing on two and not necessarily having what they need to support too because I've been in those situations and it can be a little, little dicey in terms of just getting the work. So I was like, okay, totally appreciate that. And I do hope that they find room for me in the future. But in the meantime... When that happened, when I first got that news, because I checked my email, I was like, oh, dang, you know, and I was like, "Okay, well, I got to fix this. So I thought about this job prospect that a associate of mine sent me and I had looked into it already and had decided that it wasn't really what I was looking for. But because I didn't get this client, I said, let me try for that one. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I don't want to act out of desperation. I'm like, I already did my research on this client and it didn't necessarily align with what I was looking for. It wasn't a bad client. It just wasn't what I was looking for. So I said, you know what? I'm like, I'm not going to just jump into something just because I'm trying to fix this problem because ultimately I was running away from That feeling of sadness and rejection and I was like nope this is not the answer and I was like you know what it's okay to be sad it's okay to be sad I'm just gonna sit in these sad feelings for a little bit and that's okay and I think what made me feel okay with that is because I don't want my daughter to learn that she should run away from her feelings you know I want her to understand like we're human we feel things it's okay to feel things It's what, you know, teaches us and it's what guides us. And she doesn't have to feel like, you know, when I'm sad, I have to fix this feeling. It's like, no, it's okay. We can sit in it for a little bit. And so it also made me think about, like, how do I recover from bad news? How do I recover from something that makes me sad? And specifically, you know, things that are business related. Like, how do I recover from bad business news however you want (laughs) to word that and so i wanted to first start with our affirmation which is you ready for this one it's okay for me to sit in my feelings right it's okay for me to sit in my feelings when we're happy we don't try to get rid of those feelings right so It's okay to sit in our sad feelings, our happy feelings, our worried feelings, whatever it is. And, you know, whatever you feel isn't wrong. How you react and how you act sometimes is, but how you feel is never wrong. So it's like, okay, it's okay to sit in my feelings. Okay, so we're gonna be talking about how to recover from bad news regarding your business or from something that bummed you out regarding your business, whether that was something you read in the news or something that is directly affecting your business. And so let's go ahead and jump in. I have seven things here for you. So the first one is do something that's gratifying. And the reason why I said do something that's gratifying is because there are things that can like instantly perk us up, right? And so I know I just said it's okay to sit in your feelings, but at some point, you know, you do want to do something that's different than sitting in those feelings. Obviously, like take as much time as you want with that, but don't take so much time that it affects other parts of your life. You know, you can... Sit on it for a little bit, think about it and reflect on it, but don't let it keep you from like eating, for example. Do something that's gratifying. So whether that is like coloring, you know, something from a coloring book or playing a quick game of something or dancing with your child. I know I talk about that all the time. Seriously, though, if you don't dance with your kid, do it. It makes you feel so much better. They just get super into it. You get super into it. Put on like the silliest song. And um, yesterday, me and Savannah were listening to I think it's called the the Ven- the Vanga Brothers or the Vanga the Vanga something. Uh, for whatever reason, I can't think of the the name of the group. But they did the the theme song for Six Flags, and then they have the boom 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 boom. That one. Um, I'm sure that that probably rang a few bells for you guys, but. We listen to those two songs. Granted, one is not very appropriate for her babies, but she's still a baby, so know what she knows she's listening to. And we dance to that. And I always feel really good when I dance with her, because she's just, like, getting into the rhythm and the beat, and it's just so cute to see that little hip switch. I know I talk about this all the time, but, you know, if you haven't seen the Elvis movie yet, dance with your kid and just watch their hips, it's amazing. <laughs> The other gratifying thing you can do is I like to cook. And so usually when I do cook, I'm, I'm not good at baking, but maybe I'll cook something that's on the stove. And one of my favorites is called Turkey Thai Basil. And so I found this recipe, it's very simple. It takes maybe like 20 minutes to cook the whole thing. And it's always a hit in the house. I think even the times where I've made it not as good, like it's still a hit. So it's just one of those things where you're like, you know what, I'm going to make this because I know it's going to be good and I know everyone's going to love it and I know everyone's going to tell me they love it. Cook something that makes you happy, that is going to be gratifying and that'll, yeah, that'll perk you up instantly. What I did right after I found out I didn't get the job is I texted my husband, he was at work. And I was just like, Hey, I didn't get it. Sad face. (laughs) He texts me back. And it was short and sweet. It was very much a um, husband response. And I was just like, Oh, thanks. It was something like, You're number one to me or something like that. And even though it had nothing to do with the actual work itself, it made me feel good just because, you know, it's always nice to be wanted and to feel like someone's in your corner. So I would say talk with or tell someone that you love. More than likely, they'll have something positive to say and not even positive in a sense of like oh you got this or anything like not like your hype person but just positive in a sense of like letting you know like you're still very much worthy you're still very good at what you do again it just wasn't the right time now but it might be down the line this has been a favorite of mine as of lately going for a walk or just getting some exercise I know that when I go for a walk or get exercise, I have this sense of like ease and this sense of just like self. And I don't know, it just feels like I just feel more connected and and not necessarily connected to anybody specifically, but connected to myself or when I do go on the walk, connected to nature. I spent a few days in Star Rock last week. And when I got there, I had this immediate like whoosh of just like, oh, this is so nice. This is so, you know, quiet and so humbling. And something about being in nature and just seeing the millions of years that have gone into the formation of canyons and rocks and the birth of certain species and the years that go into the height of a 100 foot plus tree. It's just like, wow, that is something way bigger than you, you know? And... At the end of the day, it made me feel like whatever problems I had or whatever feelings I was feeling were just a small part of my history, and that I can feel good about life and feel good about where I'm headed, and that it's you know, like I said, the just being in those sorts of situations it's like wow, this is a whole lot bigger than me, you know? (laughs) It's a whole lot bigger than humanity, even. And so it was just a moment of, like, peace and, like, existentialism, but without the crises part, you know? And with the exercising, just feeling connected with your body can make you feel like that inner work that you're doing is worth it and that, you know, you're worthy. And because the truth is, you are worthy. So going out for some exercise or going for a walk it's like that will definitely make you feel better and then I think on a scientific level they talk about the positive like hormonal things that are happening when you are in those situations so there's that too do something alone yes moms do something alone I know it's a hard one to do even last night, I was trying to just submit an invoice, and I locked myself in the bathroom to do it. <laughs> Not even like 10 minutes later, I hear these little hands knocking on the door, and, and then I hear Josh is like, let mommy use the bathroom. <laughs> I just was like totally quiet because I was trying to pretend like nobody was even in there, but she knew. She knew. She was like, I know she's in there. I wasn't actually using the bathroom, but I was just you know trying to find some peace somewhere, and... The truth is your family doesn't care where you are in the house. They're going to find you and they're going to ask you questions. (laughs) But with that said, you know, do something alone, whether that's meditation or a shower. Just do something alone that's going to make you feel at peace and leave your phone behind as well. It's good to just like be with yourself. And I think that it actually does something for your creativity as well. allows you to not be distracted and to just you know, let loose a little bit in your mind and it doesn't have to be a long time alone unless you want it to be, but it definitely helps. So I would say, you know, do something alone and it doesn't have to be meditation or shower, but those are just some immediate ideas that come to mind if you're looking for something to do by yourself. Another one you can do is write or tell yourself positive things about yourself. So when I say this, I'm not necessarily talking about affirmations, because affirmations are usually things that you're speaking into existence. They're not things that have necessarily happen yet or a feeling that you necessarily feel at the moment. It's something that you're working towards. But when I say write or tell yourself positive things, what I'm saying is like think about what you've done already that's positive and write those down. So for me with this particular situation, I know I did a damn good job with the writing assessment that they asked me to do. And so what I reflected on with that was just like the amount of research I put into it, not just for the actual product itself and the industry itself, but for the audience that it was serving. And also just how carefully I was crafting the words so that they fit the copywriting aspect of it all. And I really enjoyed all of those parts of it. I had the most fun with that. And it reminded me like why I like to do copywriting and why I like to write email marketing campaigns and newsletters. And it was just something that I said, you know what? I'm like, these are positive things about me as a copywriter. And these are positive things about my growth as a copywriter. And it's also a positive thing about where I want to go as a copywriter. So I said, you know what? I'm like, I'm damn proud of myself. And I'm going to go ahead and reflect on these things that make me feel good. And then to piggyback on that, take what you love doing about your career and hone in on that make that your niche I know that when you're first starting as a freelancer depending on what you're freelancing in you may be kind of out there wild wild westing it you know like trying to figure out exactly what you want to do and maybe you're taking on every assignment every client and every price point just to sort of figure it out Um, but then once you do figure that out that's a blessing like take that and run with it you know I mean just think about it if you were a farmer would you be a better farmer if you were doing everything from dairy farming to farming you know produce and things like that and also farming you know livestock would you be excelling in all of those categories would you want to excel in all those categories or would you want to hone in on one specific thing that you know you're really good at you happen to figure out what produces the best egg, right? So you're going to start putting more energy into how you treat your chickens and how you feed them and how you, you know, do your daily routine with them, whatever it is that makes the egg taste good. And maybe you're going to say, you know what, I'm glad I did the livestock thing. I'm glad I did the produce thing, but this is not where I excel. This is not what makes me excited. So I'm going to focus on the dairy farming instead. And that's just an example. Of course, I don't think you have freelancers in farming, but just to put it in perspective, uh, I think that it makes sense to hunker down on what it is that you love to do within the industry that you're in, because then you can also serve your clients much better as well. And then I know I said I was going to give you seven. So one more thing that you can do, is take a vacation i know that when we exercise our bodies need time to recover and you know there's lots of ways to recover with like protein powders and things like that or with how your diet is but even in the grand scheme of things like it's okay to actually rest your body for an extended period of time and just like we're exercising those muscles your Brain, what you use in your career and all the various things that you do to balance your own freelancing business is all muscle, it's all brain power. And I think that you know, we forget, like, we've got to pause sometimes and recharge. And what better time to do it than after you've gotten some not so great news, you know. And not to say, again, to run away from your problems because eventually you do have to come back to it. But it also gives you that pause to say, okay, what am I really doing here? Why am I doing this? I actually was on the vacation when I was applying for the position. But the thing that helped me in all of it is I said, you know what? There's a reason I didn't get this. And not to sound all like there's a reason for everything, but... There is. And I think for me, the reason that I didn't get this is because I had told myself I was going to focus on my niche. And the universe was like, okay, well, if that's what you're going to do, then you need to do it. (laughs) At least that's how I see it. That's how I'm taking it. So I said, okay, me sad for a little bit. Because I'm like, dang, you know, rejection never feels good. Doesn't matter how much you wanted something or how little you didn't want it. It's never feels good. So I was just like, okay, let me go ahead and feel sad about this rejection and then let me appreciate like, that I'm good at what I do and that not everything that comes to me is going to be for me and I'm not going to be for everyone and that's fine and maybe this happened because I do need to focus on what I said I was going to do. So again, after I recovered, I looked at the bigger picture because going for the job reminded me what I really wanted, and that was to write email marketing campaigns for women-owned businesses and businesses that nurture specifically. So whether that is a nonprofit organization or some sort of women helping other women sort of business or women helping children sort of business, I was like, okay. I'm like, I'm going to focus on that. That's my client. And I'm like, I know there's even more that I can do to narrow down on that. But in the meantime, I was like, let me make sure that I'm keeping my head in the game, that I'm keeping my eye on the prize and that the reason I... Want to do the email marketing campaigns is because I do believe that it's going to be not just good for my business but good for my family and good for me mentally because there's a lot more I want to do outside of copywriting. But I also like this setup that I have, I like being a freelancer, I like being able to work from home and have my daughter here with me, and you know, ultimately, I do have a goal on what my life is going to look like a year from now, three years from now, five years from now. And it's not going to look exactly how it looks right now. But I know that with some planning and with some disappointment and with some support, I'm going to get to where it is that I need to get to. And I know the same for you as well. Let's end on our affirmation one more time, which is it's okay for me to sit in my feelings. And if you liked this podcast episode, make sure that you go back and listen to the other episodes as well. And go ahead and let me know how you like it. Most of you are listening on Spotify. So go ahead and leave me a review there. And always feel open to reach out to me. I'm usually on Instagram, but I'm doing my best to make sure that I'm responding to people on Facebook as well. And if you don't necessarily care about the social interaction, you just want to know when things are dropping. Pinterest is great for that as well. And I'm also on Twitter, which I'm still figuring that out. But (laughs) you let me know how you like this and I'll keep going as long as someone's listening. Thank you so much for listening today and for catching up on past episodes and don't forget to check out momhomie.com for the blog as well. Have a wonderful week.